0: Hello and welcome to Creative Psychopaths Podcast, a horror movie podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by Sandy Cracks, Rain Mac Shack, and Fishing Oaks. Do you have a killing spree that you need to go on? Then come on down and take advantage of our wonderful bargains. Now, on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome to Creative Psychopaths, a horror movie podcast. My name's Mark. You thought we were dead? We rose up and here we are again. And this week we're joined by Brie, who's going to talk to us about her history with horror movies. Um, So, say hello if you'd like to.
1: Hi! Hello!
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I sent you over some questions, which I'm going to find out what those questions were, because even though I wrote them down i don't know what they were so what is um what is the first horror movie that you can remember seeing
1: uh the first horror i remember seeing um was final destination when i was about 10 and yeah i was at a sleepover and all the girls decided to put it on and it ruined my life (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it was just like it was so scary (laughs) Just, like, the gore and the creepiness that, like, death is around every corner. Like, I, I could not handle that. Um, Yeah, so that really put me off horror movies for a very long time there.
0: Yeah, I mean, Final Destination is a hell of a place to start. And unlike most slasher films, there is literally no getting away from the death. Um, You know, a lot of times... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of times during slasher films, you can shout, Run, stupid! But in this case, especially with Final Destination, if you run in all likelihood you'll fall down and hit your head on a brick um (laughs) so from that point you were put off them for a while so at what point did you come back in
1: um must have been when I was around 16 um I must have avoided like all horror movies for like the longest time
0: it's a better age to start 16
1: (laughs) oh yeah for sure um and so I think I was ready to get back into it because I hadn't seen anything that was out there. And my friend came over and she put on the first Screamy, and I just thought it was amazing, like the whole whodunit of it all and the mystery. That was really cool.
0: Well, that is that's a great place to come back in because Scream was, um, I said, monumental for its time. Um, and I remember that actually, I think Scream was when I started enjoying horror movies again too. And I would have been I would have been sixteen too. Uh, so
1: yeah it's it's a good starter
0: yeah um yeah that's definitely a good place to get back into it um so given that it is because the scream movies are not too gory either i think the first screams most gory death has got to be tatum getting caught in the um cat flap yeah yeah head crush um but up until then most of the deaths are very stabby you know it's not like
1: Mm, yeah it's not as gross
0: no that's for sure today's horror films are um, a lot grosser than certainly that 90s stuff so now would you say that that was your favorite horror film or would you go for something else
1: um no I reckon the the screens are probably like yeah my favorite they're like how you get people into watching horror movies it's such a good place to start and just like the who done it of it all it's it's just yeah I think they're great
0: yeah they are um I don't think I've guessed a single killer in the scream films which is good i'm quite i'm quite good at getting twists and killers and stuff like that and it usually ruins films for me but um when i watched the first scream i didn't know that was going to happen um and then from there on i don't think can't recall ever picking out who it might have been i I discussed the latest one with uh, gordon last week i think i suspected the boyfriend but i didn't want it to be him
1: (laughs) yeah because it's so it's so going back to the original as they do
0: yeah yeah that's true yeah um when you look back at the scream films though billy is so obviously the killer
1: yes and it's so good
0: (laughs) it is um so given that then scream must be your favorite
1: yeah yeah definitely (laughs) all
0: right well that really goes through all my questions i need to write better questions so um let us get into the filling of this horror sandwich um So we are now going to be talking about I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is a 1997 movie um, directed by Jim Gillespie. And this one was also written by Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream and Dawson's Creek. Um, Two weeks in a row I've had Dawson's Creek. Oh, lovely. um, and, And I can profess my love for it again. I don't know, I guess it was in the right era for me. Uh, or maybe it wasn't. I think I might have been a bit too old for it. Anyway, that doesn't matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this film was made for seventeen million dollars, and it box office at one hundred twenty five point three million, which was pretty good for the time. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that pe- uh, obviously it piggybacked off Scream, so um, and especially being written by the same guy. Uh, I also found out that this is loosely based off a book from 1973 of the same name, which Mm. I did not know until today. Yeah. um, Because I'm an uneducated fool. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, let us get into the movie. Um, So, we are introduced to our cast of friends. We have Jennifer Love Hewitt as Julie James, Sarah Michelle Garla, Gala? Sarah Michelle Gellar as Helen Shivers. uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. uh, Ray Bronson and Ryan Philippe as Barry Cox. Um, We... Oh, no. We'll get to the rest of the cast later. So, uh, (laughs) we're starting off as July 4th. We've got these friends, uh, high school graduates, and they are at a beauty pageant to start off with, which Sarah Sarah Michelle Gellar's character... I'm just gonna call it Buffy from now on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, just go with Buffy, it's
0: fine. <laughs> Which Buffy wins. Um, <laughs> I've call- and while she's there she's talking about going to New York and making a difference. Um So then we go to a high school party, I guess. And Leonard's there from the Big Bang Theory, who I wasn't expecting. But yeah, he's
1: doing he's such a baby he's face. He's
0: tough, Leonard. <laughs> Which is good. So, Tough Leonard um, says, I don't remember what he says. Oh, he asks um, someone on a date, but she says, no, I'm busy. Um, So then the four friends go to the beach for sexy times, it seems. They tell a horror story (laughs) or two, but then there's definitely sexy times. Why not? Best place to do it at the beach. Uh, Maybe not. Sandy cracks and such. (laughs)
1: they're just begging to get killed out
0: yeah and yeah it doesn't happen um so at this point billy is drunk so ray decides to drive his car um billy dicks about distracting ray and then they hit a person at that point they make the decision to cover up this accident when when tough leonard drives by
1: as you do, yeah.
0: yes. <laughs> Tough Leonard drives by and says, hey, what's going on here? And they say, like, oh, what do they say? Whatever it, whatever it is, doesn't ex- Oh, we're just throwing up over here. Yeah, that's it. Whatever it, whatever they say doesn't um, explain why there's a massive dent in the car. Anyway, so they decide to dump the body. Um, and it turns out there's... Mm-hmm, he's, as you do. Yeah, of course. And it turns out he's still alive, but they kill him anyway. Which is stra- the strangest part of this movie. I haven't watched it in a while and I wasn't realised that they realised he was alive. But they just kill him anyway. Um, So they don't yeah, him in the so water. Yeah, it's so
1: awful. Like, is he alive listening to them?
0: Yeah, well, he seems to be quite with it. So, I don't know. Very strange. But they kill him anyway. So, uh, we cut to a year later... And everybody's doing badly. Except I think Billy, who was just a prick, regardless. So he started out as a prick and is still a prick. <laughs> um But one, um, Julie isn't doing well in college and Buffy is working in her dad's shop, not
1: No, her hair's all straight yeah, now. Yeah,
0: straight and a little bit greasy. You know, she's really let her she's yep. really sort of vaguely let herself go. Um I mean, she's still Jennifer Love Hewitt, so she's doing all right. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. You know. And, oh, we don't know about Ray yet. Ooh. Anyway, so Julie returns home from college and her mum says, we're worried about you. And She says, well, don't worry about it. And then she goes, she gets a note that says, I know what you did last summer. Although more menacing than that. Um...
1: Yeah, and she freaks out. She totally loses it as well. Yeah, she
0: does. Yeah, she gets. She she's like, who oh, no, knows what we did, um, but
1: no, we're, they're straight into it.
0: Oh yeah, though. Don't worry about it. Yeah, she could have been anything, couldn't it? Yeah. Uh, you had sex on a beach. That's what I know. <laughs> on the, on the back it says "Love Sandy Cracks." Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um. So julie shows the note to helen who's working in a dad's store which i already said and then they both show the note to billy who's very angry about them showing up yo said we'd keep this a secret but then he suspects tough leonard so they go see tough leonard and barry threatens him with a hook mm-hmm. a giant a giant hook I- minute i
1: wonder what will happen there <laughs>
0: Well, you know, it could be leading to something. Who knows? (laughs) Perhaps not. Perhaps this is just a small town tale of people of a redemption of sorts, or not. Anyway, so Julie meets Ray, who is a fisherman now, and he says, "Hey, I'm a fisherman now. I still love you." And she says, "Well, tough. (laughs) I think there's more to it than that." But, um. Meanwhile, Max is murdered. Sorry, not Max. Tough Leonard. Yes, Tough Leonard. Murdered. murdered, Both, yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's he's killed anyway by a big old fisherman guy, which is nice. And then Barry receives a note in his locker after a kick-ass workout. Um, And while he's in the locker room, he hears someone else in the locker room and unlike any normal person who would ignore such things, he goes, hello? Who's in this giant locker room with me?
1: Are there other people um, that possibly could be here?
0: Yeah, I'm the only one who kicks ass in this.
1: Gym. Yes, he's very egotistical like that.
0: Yeah. So then he finds a note in his locker that says... It says... You kick ass. It, it's, like
1: re, it's very scary.
0: <laughs> it's a very scary note. As oh, yeah, go, and he steals his scary.
1: jacket. I think that was a part two. Uh,
0: he's then ambushed and hit with his own car. Um, stalked a bit by fisherman guy.
1: He's a very fashionable guy.
0: He does, you're right. He steals his jacket, which has got his car keys in it. Uh, the thing true, about yeah. this is, he's very fashion. He needs his jacket because it sets off the whole fit. You know... He can't. He just cannot be without his jacket. Um, oh no, it's got his car keys in it. That's probably why he wants. Um, the thing that frustrates me about this is actually one a scene from a lot of films that frustrates me is that instead of running sort of away from the car, he tries to run forward. Do you know what I mean? He, he's, instead of going zig or you know left or right when yeah, just it would be harder to catch. Kick a him, wall, he to climb a to thing, run the car. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah do it, it's Anything
0: bad. that's not run directly away from a car.
1: But it looks but, good you know, on camera.
0: <laughs> it does look good on Give camera. Give the people what they want. Um, yeah. We want. Do we want that? I think sure. in anyway, 97 probably. So he stalked a bit by... When I was 17, that's all I wanted to see was people running directly <laughs> away from cars. So he is stalked a bit by a fisherman, but not killed.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of death really happening just yet. No. It's a very slow build.
0: No, we, well, we had Tough Leonard's death. Tough tough Leonard died. Mm. So it, the, he's in hospital. Uh, Billy, but Billy, not Billy, Barry, Billy Barry. Don't matter. it. Um So, blah, blah. Yeah, so he's in hospital. And... Um, it turns out that Julie knows the name of the person they killed. His name was David mm. Egan. Ooh. 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 So the girls decide to go visit his family home, David's family home. and Why?
1: Why? Why?
0: <laughs> well, my thought was they've got Buffy with them, so why not?
1: Oh, yes. Um, and Ghost Whisperer, so you're sorted.
0: <laughs> you, I don't understand what the issue is, so... Um anyway, Anne Hesh plays Missy, who is the sister of David. Um and she's she is, I feel, suitably creepy in this without actually doing particularly creepy, mm. which is um Yeah, you know, while yeah. I was watching it, I thought she's so creepy without she just offers them tea and you're like don't There's take this that.
1: part where she runs to the car and bangs on their window and it's so unnecessary, but it's so effective. Yeah.
0: Oh, because I forget they claim that their car's broken down, which it has not. <laughs> um No. Oh, but Missy mentions a friend called Billy Blue. Oh, I've listened to a, I listen to a podcast where every time they review horror movies, they have Billy the Blue Ranger, so that's fun. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: So that night, um, Fisher Boy sneaks into Helen's house slash bedroom and he has a bit of a perv. We, do- we don't see the perv, but... <laughs>
1: Which is Sorry, it's implied.
0: <laughs> it's implied. The perv, the perv is implied. And then, while she's asleep, he cuts off her hair. Um he all right, Edwards to on... hands. Yeah, he's good. He... I, feel that, I feel that it doesn't affect her that much. You know, later on, it doesn't look like she's been attacked by, by scissors. No,
1: she's got this brand new haircut afterwards and she's just fine. You look nice,
0: if anything. He's done you a favour. Uh, And he writes... Yeah, yeah.
1: She looks more adult now. You look lovely. Go to
0: New York now and do whatever it is you were going to do. And uh, (laughs) hmm. Oh, he writes soon on her mirror. He writes soon in lipstick, which is nice.
1: Mm. Oh, and she's kind of freaking out because the sister was like commenting on her hair before she went to bed. So it kind of gives you like the impression it could be her sister, maybe?
0: It does, except her sister's not a giant person.
1: We don't know.
0: Oh, she could be wearing high boots.
1: (laughs) The killer had high boots all along.
0: Who knew you were wearing high boots? (laughs) Uh... So, uh, the next morning, Julie finds Max's body in her car. Sorry, Tough Leonard's body in her car. And it is covered in crabs. Um, she screams and runs to get Helen and Billy. I have written Billy, and it isn't Billy, it's Barry. Barry, yes, it?
1: Barry. It doesn't matter. The boy. Uh,
0: uh, Barry. She runs and gets Barry. But the body is not there. Ooh. No. And then she spins around. She does. She spins around. She shouts... Where are you? What? What do you want? I hate that scene. Yeah, it really takes I away read from the a movie. child
1: won a um, competition and to put a scene in the movie, and that's what the kid came up with. Oh, right. That makes sense. It yeah, it fits perfectly. What do you think of it? Written by a seven-year-old. It sounds like a lie. <laughs> yeah, I do. <know. laughs> Please fact-check me after the show. <laughs>
0: I'm not saying you're lying, but it does sound. Like, no, yeah, no, some seven year old came up with that. Did
1: they? Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, I reckon that that's Kevin Williams when he's like being grilled for it after. He's like, No, no, a kid wrote that. It wasn't me.
0: Ugh. So now it's the fourth of July again. And um Julie visits Missy once again and discovered that David is dead and he was he's he had committed suicide, but when Missy shows Julie this suicide note, it turns out that it's the same handwriting as the Sturkey. killer. But we also discover... We also discover that David had a girlfriend named Susie who died underwater in a car. Yeah, I
1: think they drove off that cliff.
0: Yeah, they did. They drove off a cliff. So, and I think... you know, I think I've lost it somewhere, but I think David must have escaped... Um but Susie died. Yeah, I
1: feel like that's never clear. I don't think they really explain what the event... I'd like a prequel.
0: Oh, glad you didn't <laughs> think it was clear because I was watching it going, I don't know what this is about. Anyway, <laughs> so Helen and Barry are... At, I've got Barry this time. I've done it right. Helen and Barry are at the beauty pageant and um, Julie is ready to hand over her crown, which she won last year for being pretty and going to New and York. she's
1: rolling her eyes at all the girls this year. I'm like, you did this last year, mate.
0: Yeah, it does seem like the girl who's aiming for it is a lot older than her, though, so I don't know what the beauty pageant is about. Yeah,
1: it's like a very non-specific beauty pageant.
0: Oh, the best kind. <laughs> beauty is, um, you know, inside anyway. Or um, Anyway, she witnesses Billy. Now I've written Billy again. She written, She witnesses Barry being killed. And she says... Look, everyone, Barry is being killed. And everyone says, no, we won't look in that direction.
1: <laughs> I cannot turn my neck 90 degrees and I won't do it.
0: No, you, you've you gone crazy. No, we won't look in that direction. Sorry.
1: But up <laughs> there.
0: No, don't, we won't look up there. Not a single yeah, person. That, it's awful. It's <laughs> about 30 people holding her back and not one person goes, hmm, I wonder what she's talking about. But a lovely sheriff says okay we'll go check but barry's body's not there
1: no how how is it not there
0: how is it not there and although they do show a trickle of blood
1: oh yes
0: but they show it to us and we knew he was dead so i don't really know what who that's for but it was there (laughs) Um, so, I've written some things out of order here. So, Julie discovers that Susie had a dad, shock, she, well, Okay, yes. Uh, who more than likely killed David. So, now we know that. So, we're on the track of the, who the killer is. Um, we have more yes, suspects. Yes, we have more suspects. The, the thing about this, though, it, is that at no point during this film did I get that feeling of, Wondering who it was going to be, um, you know. No, yeah. You know, like, all the way through Scream, they tease you here and there about who it's going to be, and it, you know, it, it's nice when you get there. But with this, it feels like they're sort of trying to do that, but you just sort of go,
1: eh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's like um, they give you heaps of like people it could be, and you're like, and it's probably none it of is? these people. <laughs>
0: uh, so let's see, Hel- Helen, Buffy. It's not being believed about Barry's death. Um, And, oh, I already said this, but they checked and he wasn't there. So she is taken home um, by a sheriff and they're diverted down a side street. Yes,
1: very scream too. Yeah,
0: down a side street. We've been diverted. Uh, Then the fisherman awaits and dispatches the cop with a hook, which as is his way. Helen breaks the car window and escapes. She... I really, I'm just reading this off now. Helen breaks the car window and escapes. She runs to her dad's shop uh, where her sister lets her in after again dicking about. Uh, why is so slow? But it's revealed that the side door was open or a different door was open. The sister Which is. Which the
1: killer m- could hear, of
0: course. Of co- he was outside. What are they saying? Well, he was in a mac or whatever they call it a slicker. I've never heard that term in my life.
1: No me either.
0: Uh, anyway. So uh-uh. the sister is murderized uh, <laughs> with a That
1: is such a gross death when um he picks her up by the hook and like drags her away. That is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's
0: it it it's probably the grossest death in it. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah it's awesome <laughs> and then Helen is chased again and she's close to safety but um, we don't see her die so we're just going to assume that she whips his ass and gets away and goes back to goes back to sunny oh, yeah.
1: that scene where she's in the alley and she can like see all the parade and stuff going by and the fireworks and she thinks she's nearly safe and you're like yeah just keep running and she doesn't
0: no she stops <sighs> to turn around I uh, <laughs> actually thought that of all of them that even though you don't actually really see it that the murder was the most brutal one like she's really really fighting for life and there's something very there was something really personal about it 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 was like um i don't know what it was but it was very brutal and very yeah
1: super traumatic
0: um sorry i was just checking i was still recording imagine that imagine if i'd lost all this gold um so (laughs) julie (laughs) So Julie finds Ray and while talking to him she discovers the name of his boat is Billy Blue. Billy Blue? (laughs) Billy Blue? Your boat is named Billy Blue? And so she runs away from Ray screaming. I wrote screaming. I don't know if she was actually. Why is his boat called that? (laughs) I don't know. Why wouldn't he come up with a better nickname for himself? Yeah, I need this to be addressed. (laughs) I don't know why a boat's called Vanessa and stuff. That's... Just what it is. I dub the Vanessa <laughs> boat of my dreams. Um. Oh, I've missed it. Yeah, she runs away screaming. Ray chases after her, but he's clotheslined mm. off his feet by a friendly, friendly fisherman. So Julie gets onto friendly fisherman's boat, but what? Oh, no, he is the killer. Who would have seen that coming? I saw that coming. I don't know if you saw that coming.
1: <laughs> when she is on the boat and she um kind of like puts it together really slowly that he's the killer. There's pictures of them and news articles of her and her friends like on his walls. And one of the news articles says, Julie James takes a local kid to a show. What, why does that make the news? That.
0: It's a small town. <laughs> there is, is the stuff nothing that keeps going me up on. At night. There is nothing going on there at all.
1: <laughs> Except a serial killer, but sure.
0: <laughs> yeah but nobody believes Julie James takes kid to a show
1: <laughs> good on it so, so you, you appreciate story. her more and you really want her to live
0: I, uh, the only thing in this is I, I really felt like it took her a lot longer to figure out what was going on in the boat Like creepy news clippings on any wall is get out of their territory oh yeah but,
1: and she's just standing she's... there looking around
0: hmm this man likes me a lot
1: Maybe it's like not until he takes off his cap, and she's like, "Ah, oh, yes, you. I recognise you without ah. your cap."
0: You are the man without the hat. Um. <laughs> so a chase begins. Uh, how big is the boat? By the way, it's the Tardis of boats. It's a small <laughs> fishing boat, but it seems to have room after room after room. It keeps expanding. It's, escape... it's an escape room of boats. Um. So Julie seems to go from one room to another. Um, and then she ends up in ice storage, which is, because obviously it's a fishing boat, and in the ice she finds many corpses, two corpses, that unfortunately don't look that good in terms of effects. They look a bit... eh.
1: Right, yeah, and um, I think Max has the jacket on that um, was previously stolen from Barry, which I enjoy that.
0: (sighs) Oh, angry Leonard. Sorry, tough Leonard. Tough Leonard, yes. (laughs) Tough Leonard is wearing the... The Billy Barry's coat—I didn't even notice that either.
1: The icon of the show.
0: (laughs) I got to admit to you now that I was starting to lose interest now because once he took off the fisherman's jacket, it really loses its. um...
1: Right, they're like a human killer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, The killer is. um, Oh, sorry. Ray chases after them in a speedboat. (laughs) Um, That's (laughs) a speedboat. Very good. Um, uh, and the killer is ultimately tied up in the rigging, and has his hand severed and falls overboard.
1: What will he do without a hand? Could he possibly get a hook there? Like, I like how they like how they do that.
0: Hmm, I suppose it's a possibility. If only there was a sequel to that. I this. wonder. Yep, I guess we'll never know. Anyway, so when questioned by police, Ray and Julie claim they have no idea why he attacked them. So they learn their lesson.
1: Yes, possibly. <sighs> the chase scene on the boat is really cool. They really um, I just her going through all the rooms and stuff.
0: Yes, it is cool and it is intense. Um, and it it does have a good. It's a good final girl moment. I just felt I was. I think it was bugging me that there were so many rooms on the boat. Like, why does this yeah, boat have so I I got room?
1: annoyed because you see like when she notices they're on a boat and it's pulling away from the shore instead of just jumping in the water she decides to outrun him like you're 10 meters from the dock just jump in he's not gonna harpoon you
0: yeah there's like one point where she's like running around the surface of the boat and i'm thinking the whole time like it's a boat where are you going yeah.
1: <laughs> she wants to outrun him and wait till he starves to death
0: and I think he may be in the cab, so it's only has to go from one bit to the other. Hello.
1: Yeah. Hello.
0: <laughs> for those of you at home, I leaned from left to right there to show me being in a cab. So that's a good visual visual gag for you <laughs> lot. So then we finally. Co-
1: oh, and his boat was called Sweet Susie for lols.
0: Sweet Susie. Oh, the name of his daughter. Yeah. Oh, mm. that's nice. <laughs> I didn't notice that either. It's good job you've got the eyes of a hawk. I'm well, um, a good boat name! I'm going to change this show to call just be called boat names. We'll stop reviewing horror movies and start reviewing boat names. Starting with Vanessa. Um, <laughs> so one year later, um, Julie is on the phone to Ray, being I don't know. Sort of a totally different character, I felt like. She was suddenly being a bit.
1: It's the worst conversation I've ever heard. I
0: know. <laughs> it's so cringy. She's just going, don't worry, you can ravish me when I get home. Like, what's wrong with you?
1: Oh, not a good enough reason to use the word ravish.
0: <laughs> I know, she should have said, sex me up. Or.
1: Yeah, uh, sandy on the beach. Here.
0: <laughs> Let's get Sandy Cracks together.
1: Yeah, that was it. <laughs>
0: It was so long ago. Sandy Cracks was so long ago that we forgot what it was. Anyway, (laughs) so... But uh, you can tell
1: she's doing well because her hair's curly again.
0: Her hair is curly. She's going for a shower. She has a friend who likes her this time. Oh, it's all going well. And then she gets a letter. Oh, no. But don't worry. This letter's a party invitation. (laughs) Oh, good. (sighs) But then she goes back to the shower... And as the steam fills up, the shower says, "I still know." I mean, the shower didn't say it. It's on the. It's not, <laughs> it's not, the shower spoke to her. It's not a sentient shower. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like warm or cold. See, I've watched that sequel. Yeah, uh, sentient shower.
1: The sentient shower, coming this summer. Coming
0: this summer. He knows if you like it hot or cold. Ah. <laughs> oh. One year later.
1: Yes, we're leaving it open for a sequel. Oh no,
0: somebody jumps out the end. It smashes through the glass. But it isn't. It's sort of a bit CGI and. Uh, I don't really remember what happens in the next one. She must have been dreaming.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Um. Spoiler alert. Um. That like little sequence was like like they played it off as a dream. But I think that makes it worse because why right. would she dream that phone conversation? Like it's bad enough that someone wrote it, but for that to be what her subconscious is thinking. <laughs> right, she, in her
0: dreams, she's a bit of a floozy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a true form. <laughs>
0: In her dream she's suspicious of a floozy. Um so <laughs> that brings us to the end of I Know What You Did Last Summer. And the question is, do we like it?
1: I think it's fun. I think it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say yes. What do you think? Oh you
0: it's a recommendation from you. Um I did I did like it. Um but not as much as I recall liking it. Um, and I think part of that was I didn't realise that Kevin Williamson had written it. So when I started watching it this time from the beginning, I was expecting more. Um, and it is really just a quite a basic slasher. And the other part of it is the campers in this, if you will, are not very likeable. Mm. Not a single one yeah. of them is likeable. Um, apart so ultimately you're not rooting for anybody yeah which i think you do need um but i'm picking at it really ultimately it was enjoyable yeah um it moves at a decent pace it doesn't it's not slow um so yeah so we'll we'll recommend that do
1: do you think it's clear that he, um, that Ben Willis was the killer? No.
0: Like, Those that he murdered actually, um, David? When I was doing all my notes that I've written. I'm showing you my notes. Five pages. Five pages! Um, oh, lovely. Oh, well done for writing notes. I um, think I had
1: four. I got to about four. I think that was it.
0: <laughs> and, but, yeah, even when I was writing them out, I'm going, I'm not quite sure who what was going on with the killer. Um, and... I just. Yeah. Uh, and I almost didn't think we needed it. We didn't need any background. Yeah, it doesn't feel clear to the audience. You think sometimes these serial killers or killers, whatever, are a little bit better when they're driven by nothing, uh, when they're just driven by that that need to kill people. But obviously, being that it is, I know what you did last summer, it has to be. Mm, um, yeah. has to be the guy that they actually killed. Yeah. Um, didn't accidentally kill him actually killed him because when he was alive they threw him in the water regardless
1: yeah Uh, how do you think the hook ranks as a horror weapon
0: it's good but it could be used better um in this film it could be used better um
1: yeah it's not one of the best
0: no no but it's got potential there's a lot of stuff you could do with a hook um and i feel like today's more more gross killers
1: mm. whenever he carries people around with it that's yeah. really good i feel like is there a
0: hook in texas chainsaw there is that's a better hook i guess that's a meat hook or
1: candy man even a
0: hook. and a bee yeah who else has hooks Candyman man <laughs> a bee friend Some kind of friend who's a bee
1: yeah i was talking about a beehive he has like beehive powers
0: oh beehive powers and they're all his friends. <laughs> oh, Candyman. He gives us honey. He gives us and honey. And he has a hook. The
1: superior hook.
0: The superior Candyman hook. <laughs> We've definitely gone on a tangent there. <laughs> the Candyman hook. Right. So let us get to the final piece of bread in this horror sandwich
1: yeah uh
0: which is the last remaining questions which are um can you recall a scary moment from a non-horror movie that you remember
1: um one i would always come back to is in the alice in wonderland like the animated one When she's lost in the woods and she's following this path and there's this like dog that's like a brush and he's like sweeping away the path as she's walking on it and she's just left in the woods of like alone and the dogs are sweeping away the path and it's like, I don't know, it gives me nightmares. That freaked me out so much as a kid.
0: Wow. I wasn't expecting that one. (laughs) Wow.
1: Do you remember that? I do. It's, it's terrifying. I do. Now
0: you, no, you say it, it is terrifying. Um, there's a lot of movies from that era, especially like 80s, <laughs> definitely the or... 80s that have got scary moments. Unfortunately, I can't come up with any of mine now because I don't want to ruin other people's. Um, but I might tell you mine after. Okay. Um, and if you could make a non-horror movie a horror movie, what would you choose?
1: I think um, Twilight would be good as a horror movie or really like any movie that's like a romantic vampire situation and the way the way i would do it is you'd have the same premise of like the girl meets the boy and he's beautiful and ageless and loves them all and they fall in love and he has like a dark secret that keeps him youthful and then but what is it cannibals
0: yeah no that'll do it twilight That twilight works for me if it if they were actual vampires that would be a delight
1: yeah like i think we're so desensitized to vampires that even like Bella is like it's fine you want to drink my blood it's not a big deal but if they were actually like eating people's flesh on a regular basis like that's terrifying
0: yeah it is yeah you, you're right it would it, it would really work as it would really work as a horror movie and you wouldn't have to change the story that much really it you know, Edward could still be here. Who, who no, he is and, no, like. It, I mean, I don't know who the characters are.
1: It kind of works. I reckon. Yeah, I think like um, it's so they like, romanticize the whole blood drinking thing. It's like there's this horrible line in it where Edward says, "You're like my own personal brand of heroin." I'm like, just replace that with "You're like my own personal charcuterie board," and you're done. Magic cannibals.
0: <laughs> Magic cannibals. And that's what we're gonna name the film Magic Cannibals. Done. Coming China. this summer. Get Hollywood a on the line. Shower. <laughs> Pat and Patrick get hollywood on the line that was actually a really good one i'm impressed with that that's my favorite question i'm really i'm really hopeful to hear what people come up with i enjoyed last week's dirty dancing
1: yeah that was really good
0: (laughs) so there we go uh with the scripts for sentient shower and magic cannibals all written and ready to send off to hollywood we're gonna call it an end to this episode of creative psychopaths so i have been mark i've been your host and Brie has been my guest. Thank
1: you for having Would me. you like
0: to say no oh, you're very welcome. you've been you've been lovely.
1: Thank you I've had a lot uh, of fun. I
0: said that. Oh good, I'm glad. Um, and if you want to reach the podcast, you can on creativepsychopathspod at gmail.com send me anything you like. Uh, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, then go ahead and email me. Other than that, I will say boy